Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 62. That's a six and a two. When you add them together, it equals eight. So in a way, this is episode eight. And I hate to disappoint you, it's just me this week. But I have a, I have a fun subject that I've, I've been waiting a little while, I think, to cover this. And uh, I got a good beer here. An interesting beer. I can't put my finger on it. But uh, we are going to drink it together. And we are going to discuss a movie that changed the lives of people all over this great nation. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, we got a beer and a movie. And that equals a podcast. So let's take a little break and get right into it. Alright, this week we have a special treat from Brewlink Brewing Company, uh, who are out of Plainfield, Indiana, or as my wife calls it, Pence Country. Uh... We have a double O chocolate milk stout. Uh, it's a really cool beer. The front of it looks like a Nabisco Oreo package. Same kind of blue and with the white writing. And then there's a little sign that says beer and a little red triangle that would normally say Nabisco. And then there's a bunch of uh, Oreo cookies swinging around. I am relatively sure they can't say Oreo anywhere on this packaging or they will get... Uh, sued but what are you gonna do but it's a it's a tasty beer i've had one already as you can tell but it's a it's got a fun description because it's so it's a milk stout obviously but then it says if you went to the grocery store and found no cookies don't blame us hint hint blame them Over 50 pounds of those famous chocolate and cream sandwich cookies have been added to this milk stout because why not? Uh, And this is where, this is where it gets a little nuts. This is where I I can't decide my feelings. I mean, it's good. And as a stout, you know, it's very filling. And I'm going through this phase where I'm just kind of like over filling beers. I don't know. I think I'm just becoming a fat kid again and I need to take a break from this shit i'll be on mick ultras if you need me um but it's like i don't know it smells delicious it smells like oreo cookies and there's a there's definitely a chocolate there's a milk stout taste with it with the definitely like chocolate note but i don't know if i get the actual oreo flavor i get the smell like crazy But that might be it. And these, for those of you keeping score with my Instagram account, um, Brewlink is the people that made the other chocolate peanut butter porter that we had a few weeks back. And that was delicious too. But this one, uh, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It is delicious though. And they're in Plainfield, Indiana. I'm starting to see them more and more show up in stores. And as you probably know, I'm in Michigan. So I don't know what that means for the distribution. If they are moving up here or 
if they're just expanding globally, or at least, you know, nationally. But if you can, look for them, because they have a lot of cool beers, and they're one of those breweries that does stuff a little differently, and has a few weird flavors, and if you know me, you know that's my bag, so I'm all about it. But I'm going to keep drinking this, and we're going to move on to the main event. today i don't know why do i always do that let's just say this week we are going to be talking about starship troopers the propaganda film for all you alien fighting military folk uh it came out in november 7th 1997 with a budget of 105 million dollars that's a big budget especially back then uh but the box office only did 121 it did not get great reviews, but I think it found its uh, its cult following after the fact and has done many, many sequels since, none of which I've seen. That's okay. We'll get to that because there's a lot to unpack here. So Starship Troopers, first of all, I mean, it's like, it's over two hours. It might be two and a half hours. It's a crazy long movie. Uh, it's got a pretty killer cast and a lot of which were either doing a bunch of stuff a couple of years before this movie or uh, have done and continue to do stuff years and years after this movie. I'm going to go through the whole cast here in a second. After I burp from that beer, should I cut that out? No, I'll leave it in there. And then uh, it's some fun facts about the movie, but the, so the premise of the movie, it's a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen Starship Troopers, I mean, I don't know how you got to this point, but it's a, it's essentially a fake propaganda film to join the uh, like Federation army and go fight bugs, which are, well, I mean, they're giant bugs, but they're an alien species. So it's really good. Uh, they have all these little cutaway scenes, like they'll, you know, do the story where, oh, here's the main characters and they're meeting each other and Oh, you're going to join the military? Me? I'm going to join the military. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then they'll cut away, and it'll be like, The Federation is looking for brave young individuals. This is what we're doing right now. And then they'll show a bunch of scientists and military people and guys with guns and kids playing with guns. And they'll be like, Join, and you'll be a citizen too. And it's all it's set up like propaganda. So there's all these little cutaway propaganda commercials that are absolutely fantastic it's very unique um i've never seen a movie quite like it and uh the as far as sci-fi goes the director paul verhoeven verhoeven it's probably verhoeven uh he did robocop 2 not robocop 2 but robocop 2 t-o-o you get it and uh it's just a good movie set in the year 2197 so you know not too far off a hundred years in the future from when it came out and it has a pretty uh, crazy cast so let's go down the the line of the cast here uh sergeant rico main character 
who apparently was Filipino in the novel that this movie is based off of. And there was a big outcry about that because Casper uh, Van Dien, who plays Sergeant Rico, uh, is white as fuck, bro. And uh, he has done, I don't know how many of the sequels, but I know he has done some of the sequels. He was like, I'll be a recurring character. Because I don't know what else he has going on. He seems like a soap opera actor or something. So, who knows? He doesn't seem that familiar. But though I'm sure if my wife were here, or if you're a big Casper Van Dien fan, you're probably like, dude, what about blah blah? He was great in that. No one cares. Um, Dina Meyer. I believe her character's name is Diz. Or Dizzy? Or Ditsy? No, probably Dizzy. But they call her Diz. You get to see her boobs in this movie. Yeah, she has some sex. Um, yeah, there's some. There's a lot of nudity in this movie. Now that I think about it. Because the military showers are all co-ed. So there's just naked people everywhere. Whether you want to see a guy's ass or chick's boobs. There you go. This is the movie for you. Uh, speaking of chick's boobs, Denise Richards. Also in this movie plays... Sergeant Rico's girlfriend, what is her character's name? I can't remember. And they break up and then they both join the military and things happen. I think she dies. Um, Jake Busey, who very obviously, if you look at his face, is Gary Busey's son, like without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt. He's, he's one of the main characters there. Neil Patrick Harris, uh, another member of their friend group who went into the science division. So he's often seen with a lab coat on, uh, which is a hilarious callback to Doogie Hauser, only probably a few years prior at that point. So that was really funny. Uh, Patrick Muldoon, who is also one of these soldiers, but I think is the love interest of Denise Richards. So, you know, after... Her and Sergeant Rico break up. He's the guy that's like, look, bro, I try to take your girl because she's not your girl anymore. Or some shit like that. Um, he did a bunch of stuff because he did 90210. He was, he's been in a bunch of soap operas. If you saw his face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. He's the guy that like kind of looks like Rob Lowe, but is no way Rob Lowe. Like in the 90s, he kind of looked like Rob Lowe, but he's not Rob Lowe. I don't know. And then, I mean, one of my personal favorites Michael Ironside. Uh, Michael Ironside is always the bad guy or badass or combination of both. Um, I always think of Total Recall, where he is very much a bad guy. He's badass uh, in that movie. He's badass in this movie. He's, uh, he's I think he's the sergeant, because then he dies and Rico becomes the sergeant. I believe that's how it goes. I was going to watch this, and then I decided to record this, and then I saw it was two and a half hour long. So, you know, if you have the spare time, watch the movie. Today, I specifically did not have the spare time, so whatever, get off my back. Jeez. You guys sure are mean. It's fine. Um, but there's, and there's so many other people in the cast. Like, so many other people. Uh, but those are the main faces to see and know that don't die immediately and speaking of death uh this movie 
is insanely violent, like just crazy violent. Uh, so on top of like the nudity I talked about earlier, it is a very, very violent movie. Um, like it almost actually, here's a fun fact. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Unfortunately, it came out the same year as Titanic, and Titanic won that category. Because, you know, they recreated the fucking Titanic. But the uh, special effects in this movie are absolutely amazing. These these bugs, they call them, the alien species, are... I mean, they're like, literally, they're giant bugs, and but they, like, stab bros in the face and the head and they decapitate people and they like suck brains out and it's all very graphic and they show everything and it's crazy it's crazy bro it's crazy um try and describe what these bugs look like it's hard uh like a praying mantis meets a i don't know Spider with an attitude. I don't know how the fuck to describe these. Do you guys have something better than that? <laughs> That's the best I can come up with right now. Uh, it's they're nuts, but it's it's so violent. Um, it actually was supposed to get an NC-17 rating, which is that even still a thing? I mean, I don't know. I feel like theaters wouldn't show something if it was. It's just either not rated or unrated or whatever it's called. Or, you know, R, PG-13, PG-G. I don't know if NC-17 is even still a thing. But it was uh, it was supposed to be NC-17. And in order to make it rated R instead, they got rid of four seconds. Okay, not minutes. Four seconds of a decapitation scene. Uh, mind you, this was a CGI bug decapitating somebody. Uh, but it was so graphic and violent that when they got rid of four seconds of it, uh, it was ready to be a rated R movie. Fun fact. <laughs> I have a lot of those. I have a lot of the fun facts. Everything's fun for me. The facts and everything. Sometimes when I'm thinking about facts, I have, I have such a good time because there's so much fun. I love the fun facts. If you ever watch this movie on FX, the network... And, you know, you usually get edited for television. Those four seconds that they cut out of the decapitation to get a rated R instead of rated NC-17, they put those back in there for the FX version, which is just general cable, which is a little disturbing, but that's the world we live in. What are you going to do? But back to the cast. I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, Casper Van Dien... As I said, he's been in a number of things, but he's been in... I think he's the only one that's been in the Starship Troopers sequels. Maybe more than one. Who knows? Uh, he was also in Sleepy Hollow, and he still works. I mean, he does a lot of stuff. It's just, I think it's all laid-back stuff. He was in Deadpool? Never mind. It was Deadpool 2, the musical. Why is that a thing? It's animated... Really, really trying to bank on that Deadpool money. Uh, obviously, Denise Richards, you know what she's been in. Amongst many things, Wild Things with Nev Campbell. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Charlie Sheen. Maybe, just throwing a theory out here, maybe she's been on The Masked Singer. 
which is a reality show that I'm somehow addicted to, even though I don't understand. <laughs> I, can I branch off for a second? When they started advertising that show that is currently on right now, The Masked Singer, I was like, this is the stupidest waste of money, waste of time, just all around biggest pile of garbage I've ever heard of. There's no one like winning money. It, I don't, it's a bunch of rich people trying to figure out which rich person is under the rich mask. It, ugh. And then I watched the first episode and I'm fucking addicted to this show. I can't even talk about it. It makes me so mad. Um, but it makes me very happy. <laughs> it's, it is a very strange catch 22. Uh, Jake Busey, obviously Gary Busey's son, say obviously because look at his face uh he's been in a lot of things especially like you know like i said gary Busey's son but i mean like contact back in also contact was 97 too son of a bitch with jody foster he was in that same year he had a small role in agents of shield recently and then he's just done countless movies and tv shows over the last 20 years if you don't know who I'm talking about, I mean, look him up and look at his picture and you'll be like, oh, that guy. Because he's got, he's got Busey face. That's genetic. Um, Dina Meyer, as I mentioned, she gets naked. I don't know what else you want to know. Uh, she, in the 90s, also did Johnny Mnemonic. That might have to be an episode at some point. All those computer movies in the 90s are fantastic because computers were so new and scary love it uh i believe she was also on she was on melrose place no she was on 90210 patrick muldoon was on melrose place so you get a little bit of 90s vintage in both of them and like i said michael ironside so many things uh, i always i just can't stop picturing him in uh the movie i mentioned earlier that i can't think of right now uh total recall Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I know I mentioned that, but it's it's. I'm looking at his picture, and so it's it's all I can think about. But here's some fun facts from the movie. The movie Starship Troopers. So, like I said earlier, the year in the movie is 2197. So, um, I mean, if you are really young right now. Your grandkids are going to have to sign up for the army and fight bugs. I'm just saying. Um, the director... Oh my god, this is so funny. The director, Paul Verhoeven... So like I said, this is based on a uh, novel. And it's a very... It's said to be like a very right-wing propaganda novel. And they kind of conveyed that in the film, but also in a very comedic way like it's funny and violent i don't know um <laughs> but the director never actually read the novel um he said he read the first two chapters and found it too depressing and boring which is amazing uh and then he just asked the screenwriter uh how it ends he's like just tell me about the movie how does it end which is amazing because he'd think the you know any sort of adaptation 
it would be some sort of passion project, but apparently not in this case. And he was just, I'm guessing he made a shit ton of money. And a lot of that budget was the director fee. And then he was like, cool, I'm keeping it. Sorry, guys. And uh, they filmed a lot of this in the desert, which you'd know if you ever saw the movie. So on average, this is a weird fact, and I, I question it, but why would anyone ever question IMDb? It's a real question. I don't know. Apparently, on average, there were 25 people per day on set being treated for heat stroke. That included the stars, the crew, 25 people per day. That's insane. Most of the main characters, they wear these big military suits that are developed for the movie, obviously. They had to have holes cut in them to like vent their body heat because their actors were fucking passing out of heat stroke. It's fucked up. That's an intense shooting. You know what I mean? Speaking of shooting, uh, more ammunition was used in this film than any other film before it. That's a lot of bullets. And I feel like looking back when they're, uh, when they're under siege from these bugs and they're all firing off all the rounds, they have a lot of rounds to fire off. So I feel like there's just piles of shells. If I remember correctly in a lot of scenes, there's just piles of shells. So that actually, that makes sense. There were a lot of war movies, though, so now I'm wondering. I wish they had a number. Like how many how many rounds were used? That'd be a good number to have. Um, so here's another fun fact that I don't know what this was like a wink at. Because uh, the director, Paul Verhoeven, he grew up in Nazi-occupied Netherlands. So obviously he, not a big fan of the Nazis as, you know, no one should be, but all the uniforms that they wear in this movie, um, there's some callback or resemblance to World War II German military uniforms and SS uniforms. So it's very strange, like even some of the patches and everything. So interesting and, uh, and curious choice. And like I said, the film's like a right-wing propaganda film, which is done in a really funny way, uh, with a lot of like neo-Nazi overtones. But the director, like I said, who grew up in Nazi-occupied Netherlands, uh, was questioned once, like, why did you choose to do this? Because that's obviously outside of what you may be wanting to promote. Uh, he says he loved doing the film because he gave all of the he gave everybody you know, beautiful people. Like it's, now that I look at it, it's an all white cast. Um, but they're all beautiful faces, beautiful smiles. They get these crazy weapons and these beautiful ships, but then they only get to use them on fucking bugs. I think the fucking bugs was a, a quote. So I wanted to make sure I said that properly, but it, it's two and a half hours of fun. Uh, I highly recommend seeing this if you haven't and revisit it. God, especially in today's times, um, <laughs> revisit it and let me know what you think. Cause I, I think it's a, it's a great, it's a great example of the scary extreme that things could become. Obviously the aliens is a different part of that, but the propaganda piece of it is just so well done and so unique 
and people have since gone back and like put this on their like top movies of the 90s lists like Rolling Stone has and a number of other critics um even though at the time when it came out it got terrible reviews just terrible just fucking terrible so we'll take a little break you can soak all this in think about when you're going to watch it it is currently streaming on hulu i know that for a fact and uh we'll be right back close out the show All right, that's going to just about do it for this week. This Oreo beer and this Starship Troopers and all these fantastic things. Episode 62 is completed. It is in the books. I think I was about to go into like a Bill Cosby. And it goes with some jello pudding. I can't do Bill Cosby, but I feel like if you say jello pudding, you can do jello, whatever. No one wants to do Bill Cosby. <laughs> It's both inappropriate and correct. Uh, thank you for listening. My heart goes out to you. Uh, tell your friends. I, we're finally on Spotify. Once again, I'm sorry that took me so long. I thought that was included in my original streaming package. But uh, we are on Spotify now. So if you, that's your choice to listen through there, now you can hear us through there. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and Twitter. Fuck it, why pick one? Choose all three. At Beers in 90s, that's B-E-E-R-S-A-N-D-9-0-S. And you can email me, beersand90s at gmail.com. If you choose to email me, say hi and attach a pic. I mean, inappropriate one. Um, that's about it. Let me know what you guys are looking for beer-wise. I'm done with heavy beers. I'm kind of over some shit, so send me your recommendations. Otherwise, I'm going to run out of beers to drink, and I'm just going to stop doing the show. Yes, that's an ultimatum. Uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe, follow, like, and kiss. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. I was taller If I had a million dollars Maybe then you'd be with me If only I was